Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Women Offshore Podcast. This is Ali Cedeno and Christine McMillan. We are both experienced seafarers. And at Women Offshore, we are making waves. The Women Offshore Foundation propels women plus into meaningful careers through access to a worldwide community and professional development resources while raising awareness amongst industry leaders and decision makers about issues affecting women on the water. This podcast is an integral part of our mission, and we appreciate you listening in. New episodes of the Women Offshore podcasts are available every Tuesday. Subscribe on whatever platform you like to listen to podcasts on and be in the know about the latest topics related to diversity, equity, and inclusion within the maritime and offshore industries. Thanks for tuning in. We have another great episode for you today. This episode of the Women Offshore Podcast is sponsored by the U.S. Merchant Marine Academy Alumni Association Foundation. Their support for midshipmen in the industry is unparalleled. Thank you for all of your support. And listeners can find more information at usmmaalumni.com. Today on the Women Offshore podcast, I have Jeff Avery here with us. He is one of my longtime friends, my mentor and ally, and I am really excited to have this conversation today. Thank you for being here, Jeff. You are very welcome. Today, we're going to talk about some topics that might be hard for some listeners, but I wanted Jeff to have this conversation with me because, because he's a man. And at Women Offshore, we don't always talk with men about sexual harassment and sexual assault and how they've looked inward and approached these tough subjects for themselves. So, Jeff, I want to give a little background about how we met and and then go from there. So we, we sailed together. We worked together on a ship and you were the steward. You were the one in the galley making delicious meals and being kind, telling me jokes, leaving comic strips up on the menu every morning to try and make the cruise life a little bit more enjoyable. And that was kind of the beginning of our friendship. Oh, ab- absolutely. And I have enjoyed every minute of it. And so Sophie calls you Uncle Jeff. Um, you send amazing gifts to her all the time. Train tracks especially are her favorite right now. So you are an integral part of our life. And I appreciate you for for being in it. And so what we're going to talk about now is when Midshipman X came out, the story of her assault and there, and you asked me, has something like this ever happened to you? And was honest. And I said, you know, not this bad, but, but things like this. And then I, I think that you really took a good look at the way that you've lived your life. And you're going to have to tell me what went through your head from here on out, because I know that you asked me some questions and and now's my chance to ask you what happened to you. So there are a couple of things that I think are important during this conversation is that as a steward, I'm also a naturalist. And so one of my favorite places to go was the bridge because the bridge is where I could see cool birds and maybe whales and dolphins and things like that. So on my lunch break, I would spend time on the bridge with ABs or with the mates. And oftentimes those mates were female and I would have conversations with them. You actually were one of those key people because you've been with me through a long period of kind of personal turmoil in my life. And we had a lot of those conversations on the bridge. And so when I read the midshipman X thing, the essay and realized what was going on, 
I reached out to a number of my female friends in that organization, and all of them, all of them indicated that they had experienced some form of harassment. I don't think any of them said outright assault, but definitely harassment. And so that genuinely made me angry because I personally believe that um, everybody has the right to be treated fairly and equally and, and all, and especially in the shipping industry, we have to all pass the same physical. We have to all be able to do the same tasks. So if there's any place where women should absolutely be treated as equals, it's at sea. And then I had to take a look at myself and think and say, me as an individual, when I'm spending time on the bridge with these women, many of whom are much younger than I am, am I doing or saying things that make them uncomfortable? And is it because I'm a man and they're a female that things that I think are innocuous are causing them to think that I'm being creepy or weird? And that's not a position I want to be in. And so that led me to asking you directly, because you were my closest female friend out there, hey, have I ever said or done anything that makes you feel uncomfortable? Because if I did, I want to address that in myself. Yeah. And that's amazing that you took an inward look and you didn't point fingers at the females and say, well, you're just being too sensitive. Or you looked at other men and said, well, they're just the ones being creepy. You took a look at yourself and you said, am I being creepy? <laughs> you know, Am I right, doing something right. wrong? Which is so important. I mean, so the bottom line is that people are at sea for months at a time. And you know, the officers for generally, you know, anywhere from 30 to 90, depending on the trip, 120 days. And you're on the ship with the same number of people. And you have every right and you should never not feel safe. The minute that you don't feel safe, it interferes with your ability to do your job. You know, you, it, it interferes with your ability to just function as a normal human being. And I did not want to be a person who made people not feel safe. As the steward, I'm like your Italian grandmother you never had. I'm supposed to be, be noni giving you sugar cookies and cakes and fabulous dinners. Nobody should ever be worried about me walking into the room, for sure. Yeah, no, that's such a good point. And, you know, you mentioned that this was a time when you were going through personal turmoil and you could have taken a completely different stance on it. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Sure. I, um, my wife, my ex-wife committed adultery uh, a number of times. And as a result of that, I got divorced and I got uh, churned up in the legal system. And in my experience, um, it did not turn out well for me. I did everything that I was supposed to. I did all the things right. I did it all properly. And I still got completely, you know, run run over by the legal system. I'm not going to call it the justice system because I don't think justice system is involved. And I know other individuals who have had similar things and they just were like, they don't like women. They're not, they don't trust women. They don't do anything like that. That's a road that's very easy to go down mm. because of my maleness. 
I never got to tell my side of the story to anybody. And it left me angry in a lot of ways. But at the same time, I couldn't project my anger and dissatisfaction at the legal system and what that one female did to me onto all the females. That's just not fair and it's not right. As you know, I've actually worked harder at trying to be a kinder, more generous, more truthful individual. No, and I've seen that work that you've put into it and I commend you and your sons should take you as an example for the hard work that you've done for yourself. So I hope that that's not the first time that somebody has told you that, but I've seen it. I know you're working really hard and you could have easily just written off all women. Right. And I think that this sometimes happens a lot. Right. Right. And uh, that's, it's not a place where I want to be. I don't believe in karma. But I hope karma exists. <laughs> so, so Jeff, besides being an amazing advocate for women, you're also an amazing advocate for nature and for the environment. And so do you want to tell us a little bit about your own company that you have? Sure. I, um, I have a company called Cape Cod Learning Tours, which is um, going to be phasing over into Learning Tours of America, because in the next couple of years, we'll be expanding into St. Thomas in Alaska. So that's uh, kind of a cool thing. Um, but I feel uh, somewhat fatalistic about the prospects for the human race. And so I think it's important that people learn how amazing and precious the natural world is and how it needs to be protected. And we try to get that message across by introducing people to the natural world in a hands-on way. We dig in the mud, we talk about horseshoe crabs, um, we find lots of really um, cool stuff. You know, every once in a while, we um, we uh, find seals on the beach and we talk about those. And I think that people come away with a better understanding of how important it all is. Yeah, that's so cool. Your organization's doing a lot of good to help, especially the younger generation, get their hands dirty. And so I'm glad about that. Yeah, we try to keep... So our... Our program, except for the parents taking pictures, we don't use any devices. We're trying to get kids away from devices. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So is there anything else that you want to share with the Women Offshore community today? Yeah. So you and I have talked a little bit, and I actually listened in and took part on the sexual assault, sexual harassment of the last Women's Offshore organizations. uh, Our conference. Mm -hmm. I would say this to the men first, right? If you're at sea for three months, you know, don't do things that are irresponsible that make anybody in your organization uncomfortable, especially women. Don't be afraid to look into yourself and self-evaluate and see if you're um, doing any of these actions that are happening. Secondly, to the women that are offshore, you maybe are starting in this career new. You spent a lot of money and a lot of time in school to get where you are. And someone has done something, whether it's harassment or assault or whatever, and you might be too embarrassed or you don't want to put your career at risk. I'm going to use the one expletive that I told you I wasn't going to use today. Fuck that. Report to the proper people, tell the proper people, because your career 
and the money that you spent is not as important as your long-term mental health. And you will only damage your mental health if you allow it to continue. And if we as a community allow it to continue, then we're, we're not going to succeed as an industry in the long t- in the long run. Well, thank you, Jeff. And I think that a lot of shipping companies are starting to realize that that mental health is the secret ticket, the secret sauce in a right. lot of these things. Right. Especially during COVID when there were people all of a sudden, hey, you're supposed to go home next week. The world's locked down. Now you're on the ship for another six months. Yeah. You know, it's, it was it was crazy for a while there. And people were going a little wacko. So squirrely, I think that is the term that's the proper term. Squirrely. So, yeah. No, and and it, I mean, I think that COVID definitely highlighted and exploded a lot of the mental health problems. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and bringing a, the human element to the entire shipping industry is important. Right. And, right. and having adult conversations is really important. Jeff, thank you so much for being here with You're me welcome. today. And it's always great to catch up with you. I can't wait to continue our conversation and have more of these. And I wish you the, the best. Awesome. Thank you very much. I'm always glad to see you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Women Offshore podcast. Come back next Tuesday for another new episode. If you want to propel Women Offshore forward, visit womenoffshore.shop make a donation or purchase some swag until next time stay safe out there and we will talk to you soon